Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 629 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined, as always, by Ben Funky Askren, Stephen Kyle Brackey, and you. Thank you so much. You make the show actually uh, a thing, because otherwise we're just talking to each other. Yes. Um, so, man, it's trials week. It's still trials week. We have a lot to discuss. I don't know if, where you want to start. I know Ben called me last night. I, all I, want, to start, of- I want to start somewhere really important. <laughs> um, just, to, you know, just to lighten the mood, because, man, we, we might, I might flip out again. But there was something that we got to bring up. And I'm, I was sitting in the hot tub last night. I saw this. I, Christian, I laughed. I probably watched it five times. It's, it's so it's, funny. It's you got to watch it, and it's our it's our our friend, Mr. Fast <laughs> Pitch, uh, AJ Ferrari. Check this out. Uh, okay, well, can I can I intro first? Yeah, wait, sure. Wait, why is he running this way? How he, how he runs is so he, hilarious. He does Number move two, so wait. strange. Kyle, you got to pause it. Why is he in a wife beater? Not me. Do they still call him those? Do the kids call him those? Uh probably. I mean, he's he's in it, so he can tear it off easily, as you'll see in a second. <laughs> So, I, mean, I, I think you find out why he's wearing yeah. uh, and, and that tank top. You should send so, him the Twitter video. That's more possible than Instagram. Oh, man. So then he's flexing. He, he's, he's flexing. He's getting jacked up. He's so fired up. He does the OSU chant. Then he runs back to the dugout. He gives high fives and stuff. It's a first pitch, AJ. He didn't, stri- he didn't strike out the guy in the bottom of the nine. Listen. He said, I'm out here to do a couple things. I'm out here to get the people fired up. I'm going to get them excited. So what That's I'm gonna not do... what the first pitch is for. It's baseball. Listen, it's you You want to tell me when George W. Bush threw out the first pitch after 9-11, I didn't get people fired up? I got people jacked. Now, am I comparing him to George W. Bush? <laughs> yes, but... Now watch his drive. Now, now watch his drive. I, I just think, listen, he's like, you know what? In his mind, he's there to electrify the crowd. He's there. AJ Ferrari is on a mission to entertain and inspire and intimidate Oklahoma Sooners. He flexed on the Sooners hard. He said, I'm ripping off this tank. You already know why I'm wearing this. It's so I can tear it off. You realize he was just straight up flexing on the OU dugout, right? Yes. No. That's what he does. No, he After he throws the first pitch when he runs. That's who he's flexing on? Yes. yes. I thought it was like the, the, the fan section. No. Uh, the well, college section. So play it again. So, no, the, their dugout's right there, and that's who he was oh flexing on. Oh, my gosh. That makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, he goes over, over the, he's, uh, talking, he's talking crap dugout. to him. This yeah. is OU right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. Oh. The place is going so nuts, too. They love him. I said this to some high up people at the WWE and they said yes their eyes are on Mr. Fast Twitch because this is like if, if I was going to send a, a clip to WWE about why I should be signed and I was AJ Ferrari this would be it this is who does this at a first pitch it's I, tremendous but here's the thing at the same time it was so predictable it's like you know he's that shirt's coming off you know he's going to be flexing right uh, I actually didn't know that. I thought it would be, you know, maybe a, a flat, maybe a, you know, a pitch and a flex or something. But you know, the, now you told me flex at the other dugout. That's even better. Yes. You know who? You know who won the game too, right? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State walked it off. Walked yep. it off. 
AJ hit a game-winning home run. Was AJ still there flexing on people? He hit it. He hit the home run. (laughs) He pinch hit in the ninth. (laughs) He pinch hit with a broken ankle at that point. He broke his ankle. Oh, my Uh, God. Yeah, he is, man, he just delivers. I feel like Oklahoma State is very much in on it and in support of the – Oh, the – They love it. The baseball team was, like, literally when it was announced that he was – he was going to be throwing out the first pitch. They were like, will he wear a shirt or not? Like, their official count was... No. Yeah. Yes. Do you they, think AJ Ferrari goes to uh, school with uh, no shirt on? No, well, all he the time. Did. On Instagram, he's like shirtless. It's like 57 degrees in Stillwater. He's not, not in, wearing cl- a shirt. in class. In, in oh, class. class. I don't know. I don't know, but he was walking around the streets with, with no shirt on. I know that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because he was taking pictures with people. And he said, just a national champ walking around with his shirt off. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. He's so something. funny. Yes. He's hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, hey, a reminder. Today's FRL is presented by Scrap Life. Make sure you visit ScrapLife.com and enter in code FLOW21 at checkout for free poster with your purchase. Scrap Life, champion level gear made for champion level athletes like Kyle Bradke. Yeah. My favorite champion level athlete. Championship. Okay. Book, book it. Um, Man, yeah, fast fast pitch was great it was fun watching him do that he's gonna be a fun storyline for the next couple of years hopefully he doesn't uh leave college wrestling early like gable steveson might because that's gonna make me really really, you really think gable's going now yeah did you see what he put up the other day it's definitely being considered he put out yeah uh, why, don't, why don't you put that talk like with his family or something like that about it he no, said i don't see it anymore he said at this point he hasn't got to talk to his yeah where is it he take it down. This is what Gable does. He, he this. deletes a lot of tweets. He's a tweeter deleter. Um, Let me check his IG. Make sure he didn't post. You guys should have screenshotted so that way you can delete it. Yeah. Come on, um, amateurs. He said, "Steve O. Russell." That's close. There we go. No, it's not up anymore. Okay. Well, he said. Oh my. He said essentially, "Hey, I haven't even got to talk about. I love Minnesota. I haven't got to talk to anyone about my." future or my family or with my family whatever mm-hmm. so basically i don't know anything right now i'm sure he's and that makes sense it's like you would think man ncaa's to trials then see what happens after trials if you make the team then you have a long time to like assess and figure it out if you don't make the team you know you have time to figure it out so um i don't yeah. know what he's gonna do but um if he wins yeah, the olympics he, i could absolutely see him being like I just want to answer the blaze in the Olympics. Peace. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you do win Olympic gold, and I, I know this has happened. Well, yeah, Kyle. Um, it, it almost okay. um, waters. Not, not that Kyle. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now I'm confused. It kind of waters down. I think it would feel like it would water down the NCAAs. Like, oh, this is just the NCAAs. I already won the Olympics. Yeah. Um, there would be that feeling for sure. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. I I don't know. Um, I hope hey, he comes. Can back. I flip out on that the hot trophy again? Since well, talk about I sure Gable. as heck can't stop you, buddy. <laughs> okay. So I proceeded to email them yesterday, as you guys know, because I told you I was doing it. I told you I was doing it, and I did it while I was on the program. Right. Perfect. And they, you know, he tried to pacify me. It did not work. It, yes, the first place votes were tied 26 to 26. Um, I, I understand that. But listen, I have a ballot. I fill out two of them every year. I told you who I voted for. I voted Spencer Lee, one Gable, two. Um, 
but it goes all the way to fourth place, first, second, third, fourth place. So I simply said, well, who is who had the most second place votes and third place votes and fourth place votes? And he's like, well, I'll get back to you that mid next week because I'll be traveling this week. And it's like, no, no, no. This is 2021. There is the internet. I am sure you have these files on your computer. This is crap. So, man, it, it just really is making me feel like something underhanded is going on. When they said virtual tie, uh, they didn't they didn't say tie. It said virtual tie. So listen, if it's not a tie, it, it's not a tie, okay? And you give out one award. Um, and if it was a tie, I'd probably have some type of tiebreaker procedure to give it out. Oh yeah, Tyler, we hear you. Oh okay. Um, so yeah, I'll keep going. Tyler's in my ear. Um, yeah, and so. Every kid in my practice last night, and not a lot of them watched the show. A couple of them cited what I said on the show, but they said, that's such crap. That's like a participation trophy. We don't like that. We don't do that. And that that's what it feels like. One of these guys got gifted an award that they didn't earn. Um, Christian, you cited two cases yesterday, and then, then you brought up a third one, which would be Deeringer and Zane, where in all three of those cases – they had very, very, very high bonus rates, very similar to where Spencer, you know, I think it was 88, 91% this year. They were really close to that, if not if not at that rate. There is no precedence for giving out a second award for no reason. This is crap. Yeah, and there were instances where the guy, one guy won clearly more criteria than the other, and he didn't win the award because in the, the eyes of the Zane. voters, yes, Zane, Zane won uh, quite a few more criteria than Daringer, but the voters voted, and in their opinion, Daringer best embodied who should win the Hodge that year. So Daringer won, right? No, no, I I can say, hey, I thought he should have won, or this is how I would have voted, but at the end of the day, a bunch of wrestling experts voted, and they said, no, it should be Ringer, and Ringer is the rightful Hodge Trophy winner based on that. And you, so you can't now say. Well, it's so close. No, that's the actually the point. The point is it's close, and they said it was hair splitting. The, well, that's why you have experts to split the hairs and say, okay, well, I think it should be Gable because of this, or I think it should be Spencer because of this. And listen, my, you know, we, I've, I kind of alluded to my theory on what happened, and Ben and I both voted for Spencer 1, Gable 2. But it kind of yeah. seems like Gable won the vote, and then they said, well... We can't not give it to Spencer because Spencer won more of the criteria, which is why I voted for Spencer. So it's a sort of a strange thing. And another weird thing is the fan vote has always counted as two. It Ooh, always counted weird. as two. I feel, when you guys told me this last night, I, this is sketch. So it always counted for two. But this year is the first year that it counted as five. And it took exactly five for Spencer to tie Gable for the first place votes, 26-26. Now, before you put on your tinfoil hats, they announced before Mine's the ballot, on. Yes. But before you um before the ballots went out, they sent a release that said that the fan vote counted uh for for five this year, which was which is new. So, you know, I they I don't know why they decided that. That that's almost nine percent of the total first place votes. Go to now the yeah, that's kind of dumb having fans be that important. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, th- so is that, lot. is it just Especially decided when, on when, who gets the most first place votes? Well, I, I mean, think I, listen, 
If you don't, if, if there's tied in first place, then you go to the second place. If well, tied that's in second, my, well, that's, third what place. that's what I'm getting at. It's like, so the Heisman Trophy, you you get, I think, uh, three people on the yeah. your ballot who you vote for, and you get points for yeah. first, second, third, and then they add everybody's points up. Yeah, I mean, why actually? Because so actually, I, and I'll, I'll just actually pull back the curtain more. I wrote Spencer one, Gable two, and I left three and four blank because, in my opinion, there there was no one close. And they actually sent back to me. They said, "We need you to fill out number three and number four. And I mm. said, "I refuse. I'm not going to do it. Uh, this is my vote." And, but they tried to get me to fill out, fill out three and four, so I know that they make most people do it, and it's <laughs> it's important to them. So now, why are they not using those votes? Well, you're no They're better than, you. than Ben. If that's how you do it, you're no better than the people that vote um, that voted two first places. You know what? You got no, I'm not. Yeah, you got follow follow the rules. Yeah, I mean, it's like vote. Put them in order one through four. Doesn't matter if you no, because I didn't think number three was, number three was not in the ballpark, so they didn't deserve my vote for this. Okay, well, it was number is... one and two were so far and away from number three. Um, there wasn't a clear number three. And the other thing I want to flip out on about the Hodge Trophy, listen, I'm trying to make wrestling a real sport here. And you guys want to act like, ha, 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 this is funny, popularity contest. Something. If you voted for Austin O'Connor, David Carr, or um, Aaron Brooks. Who was the other one? Aaron Brooks. You should have your vote taken away. You should never get to vote again because you're very clearly not taking this thing seriously because there is no argument. None that you could make that would deliver those guys the award. There's no argument whatsoever. And so um, either we're going to take voting for this award seriously or we're not. Either we're going to make this award the most prestigious award we have or we're not. Okay, let's let's get our crap together, people. Yeah, I mean, what's going to stop them from giving out two from now on, too? It's like, oh, it's close. We better give out two because we gave out two in 2021. Yeah, it's a ridiculous precedent to set. Yeah, I, I mean, to to me, the the bigger point is just like, man, this is just not stuff that happens in real sports and big sports and yes, no, yeah. So I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, I mean, to to your point, Kyle, yesterday, Heisman's been around for I don't know a hundred years, significantly more, and there's never been two Heisman's. It's just like. It's supposed to be really hard to win. There are so many great college football players that went on to be uh, Hall of Famers yeah. that didn't win the Heisman, be- and yeah, that's okay. all. That's okay. Like this year or the past year, Dabo Swinney, Clemson's head coach, was like openly politicking for Trevor Lawrence to win. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one draft pick. He's like, since he was in high school, like this is the greatest QB prospect we've seen since Andrew yeah. Luck. Yeah, and. He and Clemson's coach was like the Heisman Trophy really doesn't want to associate associate itself with Trevor Lawrence. Well, that's not what it's about. It's about who was the best player in, in football that year, yes. and a wide receiver won it over him, and that's like mind blowing to say. But he was a better player that year, and it, yeah. it, it, it Trevor Lawrence is going to be great in the NFL. It's all right that he didn't win the Heisman. Yeah, and and this is this is the stuff that that doesn't happen in in other sports, and you know there's some areas of this sport that are professionalized and done the right way. I just didn't think it's the right way. And I think, I think if they had, I think what didn't help do win any favors is they should have released all the ballots and the votes and said, Hey, look how close it was. We've made a decision that despite these votes, we're go- we're giving it to both. But the fact that they, yes. the fact that they said both co-hodge virtually a tie, no numbers for the first time in the history of the award, did they not release 
the the ballots in in the final breakdown, do you just kind of like you turned the scrutiny on yourself even further? You should have just said, yeah. here's exactly how it went. Here's how the votes were. And we made an executive decision because it's our award we want to give too. But to, they, they did it. I, that's not how I would have gone about it. Yeah. And then, I mean, to say I can't get you the second, third place votes till next week. Guys, we got the internet in 2021. It's on your freaking computer. It's on your phone. It's not hard to find. I have significantly less important things on my phone that I'm sure I could share with you in, in less than a week if I, if I had to. Um and the fact that they didn't put it out there and it's going to take them a week to figure out how to put it out there for the second of his votes, that makes it feel uber sketchy. And the fact that maybe they'll, they'll just cook them and they'll just put it the way they want to put it. Someone, someone, I might even, listen, I'm pretty busy the next couple of weeks, but that's it. I might drive to Win Magazine and say, I want to see the damn votes. I am doing a private investigation for wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I'm serious. I might cruise on down there and do the math myself. Yeah. Well, I, I get... Just citizens arrest I, them. Yes. <laughs> I, I will. I, yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> well, you are... I mean, I think, uh, you know, this is an important award to you, right? Something you won, and it's... Uh, I think it's yeah. a little extra extra personal for you, because it's, it's something you yeah. revered as a, as a college Absolutely. And maybe that is why I'm so upset about it, because I looked up to this award so much. It was something I worked so hard to earn. And now, now the fact that they're, you know, just cooking the books or changing the rules, dirty politics, as Tom Brands would say, I don't like it at all. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Um, I've, I'm rewatching Bad Blood, and it's getting me all kinds of hype for, for Dake Burroughs. And I really, <laughs> I think I've just like, you know, when something happens and you just kind of like block something out of your brain so you don't think about it all the time. I think that's what I did with Dake Burroughs for like, a year and change because I'm like it's not gonna ha-, you know it's like I don't even want to anticipate it because it's so exciting to me and I'm rewatching it and I'm thinking about this thing and the fact that they're gonna wrestle I mean Dake is gonna make it to him I just can't imagine now that Imar's out not that that would have really changed my mind but um, it's just a formality in my opinion that Dake's gonna make it to to Jordan so I'm thinking about their previous meetings right in the scenarios when they've hit in the finals one it's interesting that that they've never hit in the in the olympic trials right and uh, in 16 dake was at 86 and in 12 dake didn't make it to him so mm-hmm. and i'm thinking about the other time they've hit and how this is going to be a little bit different because let's say in 2017 which is the last time that they um they hit it was Dake had to run through a, a challenge tournament and then wrestle him that night, right? Yeah. So now, and and who he had to wrestle that time was like someone tough, then Alex Daringer and Imar, or maybe that order, maybe a reverse order, but something like now it's going to be like Chance Marsteller, Jason Nolf, and then you go to bed and you make weight, and then. You have all the way till the evening to get right. So it's going to be yeah. the closest to fresh he's ever wrestled him. Yes, Jordan does get the advantage of sitting out. Um, but I feel like it is the most level it's been in a trial. It Unquestionably, the most level it's been in a trials format. And I think, you know, if you're if you're looking for reasons to pick Dake, there's a lot of them. Um, yeah. And that was I, what, hey, Christian, that was one thing I noticed. Yeah, I, wish to, I brought it up before the show, but um the schedule man these guys don't have to wrestle till like what's like 6 6 p.m on saturday or something like that so they're weighing in in the morning um 
So, you know, uh, all these pro events, we've been, I don't want to say we've been strict, but, you know, people want to do the two hour weigh in for a trial run, essentially. Mm-hmm. And not, now there is no trial run, right? They're going to weigh in at, uh, what's like 10 a.m. or something, and then I wrestle at 6 p.m. That, that's a long recovery window. Yeah, plenty of time. You got to figure that. I, the the cut is not easy for either of these guys, um, yeah. Jordan or or Kyle both. I think what was the tournament Kyle went to it was kind of his first time back down, and he he looked kind of not great in the beginning, and as the day went on, he looked awesome. And it was like okay, it was like he was getting his juice back from, from might have been cut Pelicone in twenty twenty. Yes, yeah. so um, that that's gonna be a factor but i don't i don't i think both guys are going to be fully recovered so i man if you think dake's going to do it the fact that he's going to be basically fresh pretty fresh is got to be you know a, a tick in his Beneficial. column in your mind because it's never been like that before it's never been yeah um that way now dake's got to get through two guys that probably really believe they're going to win um but um unless something happens and, and one thing with dake is on his path, he's like in, been injured before, right? He's he hurt his ankle against Imar in seventeen, and in fifteen, he I forget what he was dealing with in that one, but he got he got his ankle hurt foot maybe. Yeah, he got his ankle hurt there was a foot in there somewhere in the finals. Well, the foot was like took the Liz Frank took him out an entire year. That's like why he was gone okay. all of twenty fourteen. So, you know, it's gonna be it'll be. You know the closest to fresh they're both going to be outside of the 2017 Open when they when they hit each other. Uh, he so. just uh, by the way, World Team Trials 2017. It was just Imar and Daringer. Okay, nine two over Imar, two one over Daringer. Right. Okay. So that was um. So that's gonna be that. I mean, I'm I've been thinking a bunch about this match and that that's gonna happen and what what is kind of like the next one of them is not gonna make the team. So what what do you think is next for the guy that doesn't make the team? If it's Jordan, if it's Dake? Oh, man. That's, I mean, it's very easy to say one of them could go 79 and go wrestle in the world championships that are happening in uh, only a couple months, right? It's, it's not mm-hmm. all that far off. Um, and honestly, I, I think that's probably – I think if it's Kyle, that's what he does. And if it's Jordan, he probably takes the fall off and then kind of – decides what he's going to do. I, f- I feel like he's going to continue wrestling, uh, but I'm not all that certain. That's just the feeling I get maybe till 2024. He's basically said that that's his plan. And, yeah. and I, you know, with the trials getting pushed back a year, that gets him one year closer to the next squad and the end of the next squad. And if he makes this team, you got to figure, all right, we'll just keep it going. Uh, he's moving to the Penn RTC after – this Olympic run. So yes. that's, I, I kind of think if he does do that, then if he makes the team, then who knows what happens. But if he doesn't make the team, I feel like I agree with you. He's going to move, do the transition, not try to make the team in, uh, at the end of this year, the fall team, yeah. and then come back. So that's kind of my thought. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Hey, let me ask you, um, cause I'm, I'm assuming, I don't even know if you guys know the answer, but I was curious about this last night when I was looking at the schedule. Also, notice that the you know the championship series weren't till later. So the championship series, you know, it says uh, on NBC, SN, there's there's Matt two, and then under the match, there's one, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to assume that that that's a 
a misprint that there's no way they're using all four mats for the championship series finals, correct? They're going to use two and maybe at most three, but definitely not four. I I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I think I saw Sarah Hildebrandt tweet about this yesterday. Um, hold on. Sorry. Um, just the first round is on three mats, and then the second and third matches of the series, it drops to two. Hmm. So the first round is on three mats, what and do you then mean it goes to two. Are, are challenge of the, the first round of the championship series finals. Is what you, is no, what the championship right series finals, yes. Oh, Just the best sure. two out of three to actually make the team. But challenge tournament, fi- mm. oh, sorry, I was looking at challenge tournament, and challenge tournament says it's going to be on four mats. That the challenge tournament finals will be on four mats. That might be. I guess. Possibility. Yeah. Really well, so, three. but the challenge, a lot of the challenge tournament finals don't actually happen. Uh, right? Because if you make the challenge tournament finals and no one's sitting out, that is the championship series. That's the finals. That's well, the finals. I think, well, that's mainly in men's freestyle. I think in Greco and women, there's someone sitting out at every weight. Yeah, that's true. There is? I'm pretty sure. Uh, definitely all the women's weights. Because they're all qualified. And they, that's how they, like, did that, I'm pretty sure. Okay, and so men's, how many are we sitting out? Just two, right? Um, 97, 74. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then other guys that won moved to the, you know, Jaden and Kyle had to move to Olympic weights, so they're sitting to the semis. Yes, yes. so mm-hmm. Greco, 60, 67, um, 87, 97 have people sitting out. And all the women's weight have people yeah. sitting out. Adeline, Tamira, Kayla Miracle, Helen, Jakara, and Sarah Hildebrandt. Mm. Okay, so any other thoughts on, on Dake Burroughs? We're not going to make our predictions till tomorrow. Um, it's kind of a similar question, Cox Snyder. You know, where do those guys go? Only one of them's making the team. Uh, do, is there so a, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like it's different because they're so much younger, though. I mean, they're both 20, well, Jaden's 25, I think. And Kyle, is Kyle even 25? I don't They're think like the 25. same age. Um, they're the same class. And Jaden just turned 26. Maybe Jaden's uh, one year older. He just, it was March 3, so it was this month. Kyle is 25, and he, so he turns 26 in November. So, you know, same birth year, yeah. Um, Man, I feel like they. I feel like both of them are. I don't want to say lifers, but I mean, there. It would shock me if they're not both are still around in twenty twenty four. That they're only at that point. They're only twenty. What eight years old? Didn't Jaden tell us on the watch party he wants to make this his weight? He does. But my my thought is okay. Jaden, if he doesn't make the team, then what? Do you go back down to ninety two mm-hmm. to make the world team at, um, you know, for in December? You'd have to. So what would, what would it to, to you guys? Let me just run a, a hypothetical, and I want you tell me what you think. Hypothetical scenario: Jaden's won two world titles mm-hmm. and two other medals. Um, he doesn't make the team this year, but he goes back down to ninety-two, and he wins. He wins the twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three world titles. Doesn't make the team in twenty-four. Wins the twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven world titles. He has eight world titles, but zero Olympic berths. How is his legacy remembered? Well, he made an Olympic team in 2016. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, no Olympic gold. No Olympic gold. That it it would dra- it would impact his legacy because, you know, what one? It's just the thing about making the Olympics. 
Um, that just has extra prestige and winning that. I feel like you cannot be in the GOAT conversation without Olympic gold, right? Um, two, if he's winning all these weights and there's a guy that's he can't beat, maybe, maybe not, yeah. then I think that changes the conversation. Now, my opinion is that Jane's going to win and make the Olympics, and um, maybe he won't win the Olympics. I don't know. Sedge Live will be a, a different situation altogether. But yeah. um, yeah, I think it, well, it, it would, just it would like, change his legacy. But I think about like James Green, where um, say James Green was a, as effective as Jaden has been at, at seventy, but he can't make sixty-five, and he's not winning at seventy-four. He's not being Dick or mm-hmm. uh, Burroughs, obviously. Um, does that change your opinion of him? Or I mean, it's because it's, it's the same argument we brought up yesterday that weight classes matter, and some of these guys are stuck. Um, I, I actually think Jaden is big enough for ninety-seven. I was just bringing up a hypothetical. Yeah, no, the, I feel the same. I think he's a, I think he's a ninety-seven. I, I feel like James Green is neither a seventy-four nor a sixty-five. Truly, I think he's best, but he's also, you know, be, be fair. James isn't Jaden at. James isn't yeah, what yep, Jaden is at ninety-two. So it's, yeah. it's a little bit of a different argument. Um, no one could take down Jaden Cox at ninety-two. Negative. Negative. Uh, not even Bo Nickel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do we? Where, where do you want to go? Do we want? Um, do you want to take a look at at Greco and women's, and then, um, then move? Yeah, on? let's take a look at the women's. Okay. So women's free. Yeah, I, mean, I would like to talk about the portal too, and then. Uh, oh yeah, well, quick portal talk. Little portal power. Yeah, here's in a half. I show. like that you started calling it that. Portal power. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm trying to think of where we left off last week. Um, I don't think Elijah we talked. Elijah Cleary. Yeah, I don't think we talked about Gage Curry. Oh, my gosh. Gage Curry, another four-time, Gage Curry. another four-time NCAA qualifier in the portal. Um, really? Yeah, he hasn't had, I mean, obviously the most success in NCAAs, but he's pretty consistently a top-20 guy. Um, man, Amer- American's not in a great place right now. Ouch. Um, but America is. <laughs> And the the other big one, um, who I mean, he was a blue chip recruit when he got to Ohio State, and I guess like uh, looking at it when he went in the portal, I didn't realize how good some of his results have been. Is Chase Singletary? Mm-hmm. So, um, with some of these, I put like a little write up on notable guys that go in there. And when I was looking at him, he's forty five and twelve in college, um, and at heavyweight he has beaten Mason Paris, Matt Stencil, Conan Jennings, Demetrius Thomas, and John Borst. Um, he was two and two at NCAA's, I believe, as a redshirt freshman, and then came into that next season <clears throat> uh, ranked really highly, and then got hurt. And I think that was the year that actually got can- NCAA's got canceled, anyways. But I think would have been an All American that year had mm-hmm. the season happened and he not gotten hurt. Um, and then this year, uh, Orndorff transfers in, and after kind of a rocky year, was great at NCAA in places. Um, so now you have. Single, and then they he dropped down to 97 anyways, though, because yeah. of Orndorff and Gary Traub, the guy saying Gary. And he was 4-1 on the year, but they went with Hoffman. He got the, the nod for the postseason. He's back again. Um, so he goes ahead and enters the portal, and I think he's best suited at heavyweight. Yes. Where he's had his best results at. Um, so now two Ohio State heavyweights that are legit D1, probably top 25 starters in the portal. 
Um, Real Woods officially went back in. I mean, no surprise there. As big of a mistake it is, it doesn't seem like Sam or um, Stanford yeah. is gonna make a change. Um, also, I highly recommend everyone watch the Varsity Blues operation on Netflix. It's mission, about the mission operation. Mission Operation Varsity Blues. Um, it's about the college and admissions chill has, chill scandal. Had a, on uh, Chill's YouTube channel, he's got a little thing about he th- he thinks there's something fishy going on there at Stanford, yeah. which th- th- there likely is. Oh, absolutely, and you, you'll see that in that doc. It, it, Stanford's heavily involved in it. Um, so the the sweepstakes for Real Woods is back on. Oh man, uh, I didn't do a little write up on Elijah Cleary because he just never qualified for NCAA's. But Elijah Cleary, who's been in our top twenty five rankings, is in the portal as well. Um, so Ohio State taking a little bit of a hit at Holy least cow. on their starting lineup and depth. Um, and then uh, the other one that kind of stands who, who do, out. Who, do, who does Ohio State have behind Elijah Cleary, or um, that will likely replace him? I wonder if Sammy will go up, and they make room for Sammy could go up for sure. Um, Bryce Hepner and Quinn Kenner were behind him. Quinn or Kenner wasn't even in the roster. Yeah, but he. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I never heard. Um, Willa Gallagher could he make that weight class or no? He feels awfully big for that to me. Yeah, but he likes weight to me. Weights. Screwed, because Karchlaw, Ethan Smith, and uh, Romero. Those guys aren't long for sixty-five. I don't think. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe he does go fifty-seven. He can do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, if it's not, I mean, uh, if it's not, if those guys aren't, if none of those guys can stay at sixty-five, then they got a log jam right above that. He did wrestle one sixty right? this year. I thought he was up a weight. He's um, not tall, but he's super jacked. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you get him nice and lean. That'd be a great option there. Um, and then probably the other notable one um, was Joey Prada at Virginia Tech, and also looking at his wins, I was I was impressed there too. He was five and zero this year uh, wrestling in extra matches and had two wins over NCAA qualifiers Zurich Storm and Fabian Gutierrez. But he's also beaten wow. Michael Diagostino, Malik Heinzman, Alex Mackle, and Pat McKee. So there's Damn. a good 125 pounder in the oh. portal right now. Yeah, go get oh, him. Hey, uh, Shout out Joey Prada. Hey, St. Christopher's. Uh, uh, that's a good job. It's uh, So we haven't talked about this much. But it's Cri- of, what, were, what were we talking about? St. Christopher's. What were we talking about? So, St. Christopher's, school in Virginia, private school uh, in Richmond. Roscoe Tomer was the coach there. He just got the job at Blair Academy. Okay, so now there's a. Uh, Wait, Roscoe Tomer was from UVA? Was yeah. from UVA, okay. went to Blair, was the head coach at St. Chris. They were like top five at preps. Really good program. Jackson Turley went there, okay. Joey Prada. Anyways, he got the job at Blair now, which was kind of like an under the super under-the-radar thing because I didn't even know Antonelli was not going to be the coach anymore. Yeah, so they bring, he go? He's still at Blair, but he's like uh, on faculty in some way, but not the wrestling coach. Admissions maybe. Okay. So that opens up St. Chris, which is a, a – you know, they're – they're dedicated to a national schedule. They're committed to wrestling there, so it's a it's a legit job. Um, if you're a, I mean, if, if you're a college coach, or it's it's worth a look. So I figured out. Is it so on those East Coast schools? Do they? I mean, do they pay those guys to like? Is it a salary just to coach wrestling? Because that, that doesn't yeah. happen in the Midwest. They ain't wrestling coaches in Wrestling Wisconsin making high school wrestling coaches making money to coach wrestling. No, it's it's a legit legit full time job. Um, there's other wow. there's other school um, you know requirements outside of wrestling, but sure, it's, sure. A, it's a full time yeah full on thing. 
Um, these 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 private schools are you know really well funded and and whatnot. As Ballin. Well. It's um. Yeah. Hey Kulzicki, uh in the chat. Yeah. I remember Mike Kulzicki from my. Uh, I think he had a tooth popped out all the way back then from my uh, recruiting trip at University of Michigan. But I believe he's Patty's coach. Um, I remember thinking that dude was scary. He said Patty's going fifty seven. Boom. Yeah, he he runs yeah. uh, the wrestling factory now. Bunch of studs coming up through there. Yep. So yeah, that that's good info. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, and I feel like they're going to be wrestling. They're not going to be holding anyone after the season Ohio State had and all the. They're going to wrestle their guys. Um, they're not going to. Yes. I think Patty's ready. Patty does look like he's like 27 also. So yeah. that helps. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Next up. Um, Women's freestyle. Yes. I got some questions. All right, hit me. I probably won't know. Well, I mean, I, so obviously the qualification procedure what must have been easier than men's freestyle because these brackets and women's freestyle are gigantic. Um, I mean, almost full 16-person brackets. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's sort of the individual coaches philosophy on how they mm-hmm. think the that some like uh coach Steiner wants a bigger field. Uh and so does uh I think coach Lemon feels similarly whereas mm-hmm. you know, USA refer uh coach Zadek, he's kind of has a different preference. Um so yes, yeah. your your observation. And I think it's um for you know, given some of these ladies more experience is a is a good thing and to keep them you know give them opportunity to wrestle at trials is a big deal so i think he prefers a bigger uh a bigger bracket which you know i i can understand and it makes sense um yeah so is that your question i have another one okay so when when i look at all of there there's a woman sitting on every single weight class and obviously that means um i believe they're all world medalists i think maybe multiple times um, and then I look at the number one and two seeds in, in each bracket. Which number one seed or, or person sitting out do you think is the most likely to lose? So, okay, let's look at it one at a time. I don't think Hildebrand, uh, I think she is significantly ahead of the field. Yeah. I don't think Chikara is particularly vulnerable either. Helen, I mean, she had a close-ish match with Allie. Yeah, no, but, it was. But... So okay, so of the those that we've said so far, I guess I would say Helen. Then you look at Kayla is sitting out, Macy Kilty, Mallory Velty. I feel like she, her probability to win is similar to Helen's. Um, whereas okay. Helen is probably not, uh, or Helen is better. She's like you know one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time. She's a little better, but I feel like Allie's closer. Whereas Kayla's maybe mm-hmm. not quite as good, but that field. With like you know Velty, we've we've seen her wrestle her well. Um, if Velty can come out of that, maybe Macy Kilty is young, super talented, um, and then there's always Maya Nelson as well. So I feel like Kayla and Helen are similar favorites. Tamira, I think, is a pretty big favorite. Just to go back to the Helen Alley thing, it was two two on criteria. Helen won. <laughs> My gracious. Um, and remember that was kind of the match we really didn't understand Alley's tactics. Yeah. Um, but so we'll see if things are a little different there. I think I think um Allie's a pretty big favorite. I mean she would hit Motopettis. Huh? Oh, Allie's a big favorite to make, to make it, it out. to make it to her. Yeah. I know Burkett's a one, but I mean Allie's kinda owned that series and, and beaten her in final X before. Yeah. She would have Motopettis in the semis who did pin her mm-hmm. last time they wrestled. Um but I think Allie's able to the NLWC event? 
No, the Open, um, Senior Nationals. Senior Nationals. She had locked in oh, Pender. Okay. Yeah, so X, it feels like the XMP Reagan winner will will take it. Um, I mean, it just feels like it's going to be Allie, right? Um, yeah. Kayla, I feel like Tamira at 68 is a pretty pretty substantial favorite. We saw her wrestle Forrest uh, overseas. Not particularly close. It was sort of close early. Forrest didn't really come close to scoring, you know, like getting a takedown or anything. That's the thing. And Tamara just beat Adeline. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very so um, good. I can't wait to watch uh, Kennedy Blades. Uh, have you watched much of her, Ben? I mean, I remember her. So obviously, with Illinois, Wisconsin, yeah. we see them a lot. Uh, I remember her when she was younger. I don't think I've seen her too much in the last year or two. I think she went to Wyoming Sem, right? So she hasn't really been around. Um, is that correct or no? Well, she did. Up. I don't know if she was there this year just because a lot of people didn't go to the prep schools or anything because of COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think she was there her uh, last year or two years ago now. Yeah. yeah. Her her and her sister are super good. I, I remember watching them when they were younger. Um, so I, I don't know how she stacks up against the senior level field because I know she's super young, like I think 17 or 18 only. Uh, she. In my opinion, she's going to be in the challenge from finals against Forrest. Yeah. And it'll be an interesting matchup against Forrest because Forrest is like a little more defensive, a lot more defensive, frankly, because Kennedy just yeah. shoots incessantly. She's extremely forward, but she could shoot herself out of the match or she could have a, the mm -hmm. offense to, to do it. I'm, I'm excited to see her um, in this bracket. If you're looking for a surprise finalist, Kennedy out of the three is someone to certainly keep your eye on. Obviously, Forrest is more proven, but Kennedy's excellent. Just to kind of put things in perspective, she's a junior in high school, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Kennedy. That's insane. So, potential yeah, junior in high insane. school in the finals. Um, you know what I was thinking about? Man, we were so high on Tashaya Allo. Now she doesn't even wrestle anymore. I thought she was going to be, like, the next, like, big thing in, in women's wrestling. It's a shame. I don't, I don't really know what happened there, but. Um, just shy. I, she was like from Hawaii, maybe or something. Yeah, yeah. Probably just yeah. living in this sweet life in Hawaii. Yeah, probably just being a Hawaiian. Surf, <laughs> can't blame her. Surfing all the time. Yeah, dude. Hanging ten, uh, and then at um, at seventy six, Kylie Welker uh, is sort of interesting. Out of the fourteen, she's moving up in weight, right? Um, I think she'd be. Be interesting, but honestly, Adeline's the biggest favorite. So I guess my answer is the most likely of the sitting out is a combination of Helen or Kayla, and I'll say Kayla, but I am spoiler alert. I'm picking all the sitter outers. I think to to win. Uh, Adeline is the all biggest the favorite. Adeline's the biggest favorite of anyone in any trial, any style, yeah, any style. Really? Any, oh my gosh, who's yes. She there. There's no yeah, one. I, I guess unless Tamara bumps up. This field, the field's not great at 76. Yeah, um, in yeah. fact, watch out for Kylie Welker at the 14 yeah. seed. She just gave. I mean, I know Kennedy ended up winning by Tech, but she scored uh, six points on her, and we think very highly of Kennedy. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think this weight is as good as 68. So uh, yeah. it's kind of smart that she bumped up. Yeah, pro bump. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I just don't see any scenario where Adeline doesn't doesn't make the team. Uh, so yeah, that would be that would be my thought. Do you have other questions, Ben? Lightning round. Uh, those are my two questions. But we can keep going if you want to. Okay. Um, so we kind of took a look at those. 
Greco, we can briefly just kind of give you the the details there. 60 kilograms, which is now the lowest weight. Ildar Havisov is sitting out. Good job, Ildar. Uh, good job by Ildar. Um, he'll probably see Ryan Mango or Leslie Funfinger uh, again. Sancho sitting out. Ellis Coleman, Ray Bunker, Jamel Johnson are all in the challenge tournament. Uh, fine. Or ch- all entered in the, the challenge tournament. Um, you know, I don't know who really is. I mean, you figure Sancho sit, sitting out, but Ellis Coleman's a guy we've seen make runs in the past. But it just seems like Sancho's had the is, is the guy in this one. For all you folks out fans, Peyton Omanya. Yeah. At the eight seed. He definitely knows how to headlock people. <laughs> at 77, um, I think Ben Provisor is going to make the team. Um, if he's making 77 effectively, who's who's scoring on that guy? I don't know. I mean, he'll have to go through. Why is he the four seed then if, if you think he's that much better? Well, because it's not about – you don't see just based on who you think is going to win. You see based on Well, I understand. Well, I don't, I'm not sure so a bunch of his results have been at 77. It's been yeah. at higher weight classes, yeah. yeah. This will be his first time back down. This is the weight wow. that would be Kamal's, if you uh, recall, but Kamal is oh, suspended. Yes. Um, so you got Pat Smith is there. Pat Smith, Mason Manville early on. Mason's someone to keep an eye on at, at 77. He's a former world teamer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going I'm going Provisor. Will Provisor Perkins final? Will they do another rig match? <laughs> I sure hope <laughs> not. <laughs> I bet this one's not as exciting well, as... Well, it's best uh, two out of three, so I think you can go rig the first one. Rig the first one. Total then... shenanigans, and then, uh, you know, wrestle it, wrestle it uh, for real. Um, you can even bring in the cage for match one. Who you know? Who wins the rigged match though? Who, who wins the rigged? Who won the last one? Who won the first? Ben won match? the rigged match. Well, okay. it's actually a rigged period. Rigged period. Because I'm pretty sure in the second there period, were zero points there scored. was like no points. Scored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a very specific rigging. Um, so 87. Uh, Joe Rao is sitting out, but um, it's Alan Vera. Alan Vera is is common so joe rao is of the people sitting out the least likely to make the team in my opinion yeah alan vera is a scary individual um <laughs> who likes to uh, likes to, to beat people soundly so he's a huge favorite there jangela hancock sitting out at 97 um go ahead get get us who's a, gonna stop braxton who's amos gonna from st- making the finals who's beating braxton amos uh, he's got eric tui first and then Jacob Clark, Lucas Sheridan winner, which Jacob Clark is uh, apparently over 40-some years old, um, according to a question. And apparently hey, ben Jacob knows Clark, him. hold on. Show some respect, Christian. He has made – this is this is actually – I, I, he has made six Olympic trials in a row. Yeah. He's been in, he's been in the amazing. finals of the, like, 2004 and 2016 Olympic trials. Yes. That's insane. 04 and 16. That's yes. classic. And here he is again. I, listen, Braxton did beat him last week, so even if he were to, I mean, he's like, uh, he's like the wily vet, you know, like against the guys like who's forty two now. I think he's forty two. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was twenty one years older than uh, Braxton. I think Ben should have like a Greco comeback. You're in, you're from Wisconsin. Get back to your roots. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Um. So, yeah, Braxton Amos, you know, Tui, then Sheridan. I don't know. Who's stopping him? Well, I'm not going to stop getting excited about it. Now, I don't know if he can beat 
run the entire gauntlet, but... I'm not saying he beats Giangelo, but I'm saying who I'm not, stops him from getting to Giangelo? I'm not saying he doesn't win the Olympics, but I'm saying who on the planet can who beat stops Braxton him? Amos? And I can't think of a single person. Lucas Braxton. Sheridan. What does he got? He's got a mean headlock. What else he got? Anything else? Um, Sure. Yeah. He, Moves. He headlocked Jaden Cox. Yeah. Um, Boo. Okay, 130. Um... This looks like Adam Coon's land um, where he will dwell. Tanner Farmer. Talk about Tanner Farmer, uh, Brad. Wait, why is Colton Schultz not in this tournament? Oh, my gosh. I'm wondering that as well Wait, right now. I'm just now realizing that. Oh, that's a, Yeah, hang on. He's qualified, right? Misprint? Yeah, I wonder if I'm looking. Surely he qualified. He's won everything. Bro. But, you know, he's qualified. Just uh, I'm trying to find our seeds article real quick. What the heck? Uh, hold on. You guys have number eight Tommy Helton on the bracket twice. Dang it, JD. JD. Yeah. He, he missed oh up. Number the, two number, has to be Colton Schultz. Yes. That's Colton, That's to be Colton Schultz at the bottom. Okay. We'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that picture out of the show. Um, uh, Tanner Farmer. Yeah. He was a very good wrestler in high school out of Illinois. Um, like Fargo, AA, all that stuff. But uh, a very good football player, and he went and played football at Nebraska and was a three-year starter on the offensive line for Nebraska, um, where I looked at his roster. They had him listed at 6'4", 325. Yes. So he has trimmed down. Um, still 6'4", though. Still 6'4". Very large individual. He looked great at last chance qualifier. Um, and just a really cool story. Oh, and he, he um, His last year of eligibility, he actually went and wrestled NAIA after having not wrestled for like four years and uh made the national finals and now he's training at the illinois rtc and he looked great at last chance and, and he's massive just a massive individual so it looks like a coon schultz showdown for the spot yes i assume that's still going to be coon's thing he's had the edge there but uh we'll find out this weekend certainly okay now now where to we we got a bunch of questions do we want to um do you want to get Should to those? We, uh, yeah. Get to it. Right. Let's have a question extravaganza. Let's, yes. We didn't get very many yesterday. No, we didn't. So we'll have a, a bit of a bonanza extravaganza. Um, let me make sure there's no late late to the party uh, oh. questions, but I'm not seeing much. Okay, so let's go. Um, next, first question. Um, which wrestler at every weight who did not qualify for the trials would you want to place into the tournament? Um, oh man, this is a hard question because you have to have a big old list of who didn't qualify. Fifty-seven. I feel like, well, I wish Spencer, but um, Henry Cejudo. Yeah, it's not fair though because he said didn't qualify, and Spencer is in fact qualified. Oh, so I'll say Henry Cejudo. Yes. Um, Sixty-five. Uh, Brent Metcalf, Logan Stieber, one of those types. Ooh, Logan Stieber. No, Metcalf couldn't make weight. Come on, bro. Sure he could. He made it for... It's rude. Yeah, one, rude. Two... Stop. It would take <laughs> Metcalf months to make weight. Okay, I'm not... Listen, yeah. I'm not saying he has to do it. I'm saying I'd like to see him in the bracket. Okay. 74 is easy. Ben Funky Askren. I couldn't make weight either. Yeah, You could. You could. 
The thing is, I actually don't know. Like, I don't know that that, <laughs> that weight that weight class was so hard for me to make. Like, I really don't know that I could make it again. Maybe it's possible. It if, if I said a million dollars, although I don't know if that's an, if, if that's enticing to to Ben Askren anymore. But if I said a million dollars, um, make seventy four kilograms, I I bet you would make it. And I just got to. So I, do I got to wrestle at it effectively, or do I just have to make it? You have to win the Olympics. You have to beat no, no. You just have to make it. Just make it. I'm just proving I can make the point. It for a million dollars. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so Ben Askren not It'll ruling out hard. a 74 comeback. Um, yeah, I, I know. I know that would be a tough one for you. Um, no, I would like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Keegan in there. Obviously, that's the one that I would want to see. But he uh, he did not qualify the weight class. No, um, but you know what? Goals for next year. He needs to yeah. get bigger. That's good. He needs he's to get. He's, yeah, he's 29er still, so he's gonna wrestle in that. Get him some cheese. Get him a little more cheese and a little more uh, whole milk. Was he cutting any, or did he just walk around at like sixty-five? Um, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, okay, who? But who else at seventy-four? That'd be. I mean, how would always be interesting. An interesting guy. Who's a Who's a good man? Makai, who is qualified, but mm, he would have been if he was healthy. That would be. If he were healthy, I would have liked to have seen him. Oh yeah, so uh, Andrew Escada Pico. Pico, yes. Oh. oh my gosh, Pico. You think 75. Pico could still make uh, sixty-five? I don't know. What's he fight at? I don't even know what he fights at. He fights 45 at forty-five. I think he's fought at forty-five. I know. Um, he definitely has. Yeah. Oh, I know. I got something I wanted to bring up, Christian. Okay. We needed. To, we need to stack rank the. Uh, Professions of people. People were mad that so many roofers were showing up at the last chance open. And my man, a realtor, if you're in the Dallas, Texas area, Keegan Miller, uh, he Keegan went Miller. in and he wrestled 97 kg, and uh, he won a couple matches. Yeah, realtors are better than roofers. That's that's the uh, professional stack ranking. A lot of people were getting taking that tweet so seriously. It was very uh, like really like. Uh, they're really, I don't know what what what's the best word. They're really what? like, I'm taking themselves so seriously about the our kind of jokes about roofers and like these people. They don't. They're showing up. They're showing up at a senior level tournament in the wrong color, colored singlet, like frequently. They don't know what they're doing, and they're just entering. I just when we talk about roofers, we're not talking about Jacob Clark, who's been in Olympic trials finals and been legit his whole life and yeah. just came out of retirement. We're talking about uh, Ramon Fry, who. Please go watch Ramon Fry wrestle a match. Just search it on our site. I don't know who Ramon Fry is. He looks like he's been. It looks like he has never wrestled a match before in his life. I watched. Okay, I've watched a match this weekend. Two straight matches in a row had Ramon Fry and Peter Christ God Vessel show up to the mat <laughs> and back. That's not a name. Yes, it That's is not Peter. No, Peter. Not. Peter it is not. You just made that up. No, no, Peter with three R's. Three R's. Peter Christ Godvest. I watched him and Ramon Fry show up back-to-back matches on the same GD mat in the wrong <laughs> GD color singlet. Both of them did it. <laughs> okay? And then they both lasted about 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And we have at least seen Ramon Fry at these tournaments before. Yeah. He's one of David Bray's favorite senior-level wrestlers. 
Peter Christ God Vessel, Ben, I'm telling you, had never wrestled a match that's, in his entire that's life. Not his name. That's not his name. Yes, it is. Three that's R's. Put some respect on it. He never wrestled a match <laughs> yeah, in his entire but never wrestled a match in his entire life. He was wearing yeah. a brand new singlet, brand new shoes that had no scuffs. They were still stiff as a board. Brand new headgear. This good man went to Dick's Sporting Goods on his way into the tournament, picked up all new stuff, and then tried to wrestle in his first match against guys who've been doing this their entire the lives. I, I, I'm at the point now where I want to like go pay homeless people to go wrestle in the tournament just to make Kyle Brecky mad. Well, <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make, make us mad. mad. It's just it's we're not mad about it. We're they can all enter and it's fine. It's the most interesting thing to me is like the psychology of why you would want to do that. Why you would want? I mean, you could you could legitimately get hurt. There's good people out there. Oh my, they're going to get hurt. I'm just getting worked up about it because they're like, dude, are you really going to take away their dreams? What their delusional fantasies that (laughs) they live in? Someone needs to listen. If the family won't, if it it should not be their dream. It should be something like, oh, I want to make weight and enter a tournament. If their dream is to make the Olympic trials, they're just like someone. There needs to be people that 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 crush dreams out there. There is, there is something to that. No one's saying they shouldn't be allowed to enter a tournament. Go ahead and enter the tournament. It's just the psychology involved with entering a tournament is... Uh, I, I don't know why you would do that. Why you would do that. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, Ramon Fry drew Mark Hall first round, and Peter Christ God... Oh, that's the duty slam. Yes, that's the duty slam. And then uh, Peter Christ God vessels drew uh, Nate Jackson first round, and Nate Jackson sent him to heaven. <laughs> he sent him. He sent him straight back to heaven. I'm gonna pull. I'm, I'm gonna pull these clips up to ty- from Tyler, oh the ultimate God vessel. Oh my gosh, it's it is funny. I mean, um, you're right, Ben. These guys are. Mark tr- Mark tried to send the other dude to the devil. He tried to put him through the ground. Yeah. It's, and uh, I don't blame him. I'd be getting my highlights off too. Yeah. I guess we should actually thank them for the for all the highlights they give us. I know. Thanks for the impression. I, I really dude. don't know. We should interview some of these people. What would drive them to go wrestle at the senior level events? Because it, it it is quite puzzling to me. Ben. Yeah. So I mean, Masters, wrestle, Masters worlds exist. Like, there's lots of yeah. yeah. I even have there's tons of I've tournaments you can coach. Enter. At AWA, who's young, he's like he's only like twenty or twenty nine, and he wrestled at the Division One level. And last year, or was twenty, he told me he's going to wrestle at the U.S. Open. I'm like, I don't know if you should do that. That's not such a good idea. And then I think he tore his labrum. Yeah, that's what happens. So good for him. This is a, this yeah, is a you shouldn't sport. do it. If you are not ready to wrestle at the senior level, you should not wrestle at the senior level. It is a very high level wrestling. Yeah. Um, Hold, I gotta find these matches. I'm. I'm struggling we, we can, right now. You guys keep going. go on. We'll come uh, back. On a scale, so Dennis Hampton says. On oh, a scale I'm so of, glad I brought that up, though. That gave me some great laughs for the morning. Oh, uh, <laughs> it is. It's funny. Um, I mean, Keegan Mueller uh, was actually he was actually good at wrestling. I mean, I think he was a top 15 guy at some point, right? And that's uh, that's Jack's brother, right? Jack's brother, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't count. Um, yeah, I mean, these people, ben, <laughs> ben, these people have not wrestled before. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man, my, my belly's rumbling. You're so fired up. Okay. At, so, FRL is the best. Um, NLWC, over, under, one and a half Olympians. Oh, got to be over, right? Over. Okay. Got to be over. So That's going, just my first initial instinct. Okay, let me think. So, well, Gilman has an opportunity. 
Zane has an opportunity. Kyle's got an opportunity. David does. Oh, yeah, definitely over three or over one and a half for sure. They have four, four real chances, I think. Okay. So uh, maybe this would be a better question for tomorrow. But... What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, it's close. I mean, one and a half. I mean, for, his first question was two and a half, and I think he got a little – he's like, man, that's a little too high. So the next question right below is like, um, would it be one and a half? I mean – So actually, I'm only going to pick one of them to make the team, but <laughs> – So, Ben, that's – Well, the, hold on. But that doesn't why. mean I'm going to be right every time. That doesn't mean I'm going to be right every time, Christian. So I'm probably yeah. going to pick – I'm probably going to pick – Three of them to make the finals, so the chance that I'm wrong once is not all that bad. Right, right. Um, I, I think one and a half is the number. I think you start with David Taylor, and then you figure some combination of Zane, Gilman, Snyder make the team yeah. get it to two. Um, I think the, probably the better question was two and a half. Um, yeah. Because it, it would – it would be a pretty down performance. Then again, I'm only I'm I'm with you. I'm not gonna pick Kyle. I'm not gonna pick Gilman. I probably should pick Zane. Um, but I don't know that I will. I'm gonna pick Yanni, but Zane's number two right there. You know, so I'm saying it's like I could definitely be wrong on that one for sure. I feel like Yanni's more of a heart pick, uh you know, than a head pick. Because I think if you're looking at it pragmatically so, yeah, it's Yanni. Well, I'm I'm just or thinking like you know even if I even if I were to pick Yanni, uh, you know I'm saying it's fifty five forty five or sixty four something close, right? Mm-hmm. I mean it's not like a, and if I'm picking Jaden over Kyle again, it's maybe a sixty forty type situation. So it's not like it's way off, and so the chances that you know every guy I pick wins is not all that uh, great. Right. So I'll say the the better number would would have been two and a half. I'll take I'll take the under, but um, you know now uh, I'm not counting out Gilman uh, by any stretch. He may not be my pick, yeah. but listen, if you draw any number of these top five guys, I don't think you're particularly excited or disappointed. You're like, yeah. ah, I got a guy with a real shot. Um, Okay. Um, you know what's crazy is actually how, about how deep NLWC is, and then Hawk Hawkeye Wrestling Cowboy is one person in the entire tournament. Yeah. And then you, you turn around, and you look at NLWC, and it's like at what's it, eighty six? They have like five guys in the field or something, something crazy. Right. Four. Uh-oh. They have David. They have Bo. They have Starachi, and they have. Good job, stop! Don't smile at me. No. Kyle. Good job. Like, Good job, Bill. And they have Aaron Brooks. <laughs> All right, hey, we got uh, the destruction of Ramon Fry ready to go. Oh my gosh, here we go. I want to watch Nate Jackson's too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we got that one ready to go next. My oh. favorite part about Ramon: this is a reversible singlet he's got on. No, yes, it is, dude. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> I know. Joke's on you, Bracky. I like it. No, you don't. Yes, I do. He's hand fighting. Mark takes. Oh, I would say he's taking too much time already, Mark. Let's go. Oh, Mark barely got him up the. Oh, nice defense, Ramon Fry. Oh God. Oh. I think Ramon, I'm going two and two. Go to, I'm going two go and two. Work on Monday. Man, and then he traps him oh, to, and it's over. So you can stop showing it. But yeah, poor Ramon. All right, next match, dude. That was a, that was a pretty hard slam. He might not go to work on Monday. I don't. I wouldn't blame him at all. I mean, 
Maybe uh, he can get some workman's comp from this. All right, here's our man, Peter Christ God Vessel. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Three R's. Oh, no. I looks Man, those are clearly brand new shoes. Look how well, shiny In his are. second match, he wore these all white ones that were just like. He's wrestled. He's so done. stiff. This dude's wrestled. Uh oh. You sure? Oh, look at that movement. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, he, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Nate was so oh, nice to him. Oh, Nate, that was so nice. Nate, I it, know. Nate's a nice I guy. I mean, his next thing wasn't very nice, but. Uh, yeah, that was really nice. He could have killed him right there. He just oh. shot. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh man yeah he is oh my gosh you know, his, he, he looked fresh pinned. in his second match he got pinned he didn't know the match was over he came back and tried to tried to keep wrestling after they called the pin when he came back to the middle yeah <laughs> respect to the men in the arena um, oh, those, do we have any more of those should... those are fun to watch those are really <laughs> fun to watch <laughs> You know what we should do sometime? We should line up. Okay, I got a full event for you guys. You, you ready for this? We're going to bring back barnstorming. You know what barnstorming is, Kyle? No, what's that? Well, barnstorming is the original, it's like the original wrestling. So these guys, uh, these real wrestlers would go town to town to like the, you know, the circuses or the fairs or whatever was going on. And you would pay like a nickel to wrestle them. And then if you if you pin them, you got like twenty bucks, which like a hundred years ago was a lot of money, right? Then Heck yeah. the U.S. dollar got devalued, which is why you should own Bitcoin. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> so, right? So you pay a nickel to wrestle them, and they would never lose, right? So they they would they roll up like thirty dudes in a night, and people would watch them watch the really good guy beat up on the the jabronis in the crowd that thought they could they could beat up the real wrestler because every I, there is a story that I think every. Male thinks they're like 947 time uh, percent more effective in combat than they actually are. Oh yeah. So we we bring back we bring back um, barnstorming. We put uh, someone fun like um, Nate Jackson would be fun because he would double like all of them, right? Yeah. And we say we will pay anyone who wants a hundred dollars to show up, and we see how many dudes in a row Nate Jackson can take out. And then if they awesome. win, if they beat Nate Jackson, they get like ten grand or something. <laughs> I kind of like this idea, but I wait, too. Well, it would be so awesome. But, but here's the thing: I don't want like what? you know, Gabe Dean to show up. How do we make it so no, that? No, no, we screen them if they have, if they have more. <laughs> they have division one experience. Gabe out. Dean's they gonna show up in a mustache. Like, <laughs> I'm Gabriel Jean. All right, we Ben. You, since you wanted one more, here's Peter Christ God Vessel's second match against Jonathan Lowe of Cornell. Um, Oh, he's he got new shoes. Yeah, that's why I told you. Shoes. That's why I told you. He's good up top. I wouldn't have done this, John. Oh, oh we almost threw him. Jonathan Lowe got lucky. That's another two and two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you know. Hey, listen, my idea is not so bad. Do you know how much fun we can have with that? Look, he then, he's like, all right, like, we're ready to go, right? Uh, no, okay, that was that was a pin, dude. That was a pin. But listen, how much fun can we have? Does he have a ponytail? Or it's ratchet? braids. It's braids. Okay. He had it like cornrowed. Uh, um, I think a, Jackson would do it too. Pat Papalizio a while back told a hilarious story on an interview Bader did with him about some just random cowboy that showed up to an Oklahoma State practice and challenged John Smith. And he just beat the life out of him. And John for an beat hour. the life out of him for like an hour. In jeans. <laughs> yeah. some, some cowboy in jeans. Uh, good Wait. for him. Listen, some people need to understand uh. what's going on with these uh 
you know, they got to learn the hard lesson. I, I mean, now we could we could Google, you know, we could look up their their track wrestling profile or something, so we'd be able to see. You know, hey, if you got college wrestling experience, you're not eligible for this challenge. Mm-mm. Sorry, nope, you're out. I think it's a good idea, and I stand by it. <laughs> Can we set it up? It would be low budget, and it would just be like the most fun thing ever. I like entertain. Sit there and laugh. Trying to think so some other fun ones. I feel like Kamal Bay would be a fun one. Oh too. my god. god! No, no, you better have a big insurance policy. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna break someone's neck. Standard liability. Um, Nate Jackson's only gonna concuss them. Yeah. Um, that'd be funny. Yeah, I like I like the idea of Kamal because he's like, you know, he could wrestle a hundred and eighty pound you know roofer guy he's a little smaller whereas nate's you know he's like 200 pound dude there's not a lot of guys okay so we... who else would be fun so who else do you have for someone like oh frank molinero 74 frank molinero would be fun you know he's kind of retired ish although he's wrestling at the olympic trials um it'd be cool to have a smaller guy because then people are like i could take him yeah and then like daniel deshazer gilman gilman would be funny <laughs> gilman no i want DeShazer to, to I, you want someone that's gonna like do some cool stuff you know Oh, Chaser's just gonna slap him in the face. He got, he's gonna duck him. He's got he's got stuff. He's got things. He'll headlock him. Um, I'm listen. I'm getting to Shazer. Uh, okay, Carpet Struggler <laughs> is is Frank Molinaro more of an underdog this weekend than he was for the 16 trials? Yes. Yeah, I feel like it. But then, but then again, maybe we're having um, what's what's that syndrome when you can't you know, your memories are incorrect because I don't think I was I think I was giving him a zero percent chance back then also. For sure, for sure we were. Yeah, uh, yeah it made no sense when it happened. Uh, more of a Kyle Brackey question: Does Tom Brady's TB12 method uh, plus Kyle Dake's functional patterns KD forty forty four four forty four method equal ultimate longevity in sports? Mm, um, very interesting. I think we need to see Dig do it for a little bit longer, right? Yeah, I guess he's not—he's not, he's not yeah. actually old doing this. He's, yeah, and he's had—I guess since he's been doing it, he hasn't had a lot of injuries. But well, he prior tore his ACL that, or whatever. That was because like heavyweights found him, right? though. No, he was—he was—he uh, was. Yeah, he was doing all the functional patterns up there. I just—that one seems like a very freak thing. It was in the room, like heavyweights went into him. Right. Yeah. So no, that's what happened. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Dick's got to be in this a lot longer. I mean, Tom Brady's going on twenty plus years now. He's forty three. There now, right now, I saw with like Drew Brees retiring. There is no one in the NFL from like the two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two draft still. So he's like he was like the two thousand draft. There's like no one in from his entire draft class the next year or the next year even in the league Damn. anymore and he's like That's crazy he's winning the super bowl mvp yeah, and signing <laughs> another multi-year deal yeah um i mean jordan is kind of doing this stuff now too though yeah he's you on, know the yeah. weck method is yeah. sort of like i don't know it's not the exact same but they do similar things yeah similar philosophy wouldn't you say yeah it seems like it it's yeah. certainly different from the norm what you see in wrestling um it'll be interesting to see over the next 10 15 years because that was a great point heavy's following brady all the time and he doesn't get hurt maybe it's the avocado <laughs> maybe it's the avocado ice cream oh my no gosh. strawberries yeah. he doesn't like strawberries no strawberries dang it no I strawberries w- avocado ice cream water prevents you from getting sunburnt listen i agree with that i drink a bunch of water i don't get sunburnt 
I could drink all the water in the world and I will be as red as the sign behind us. Yeah. Oh, man. I really want to see this uh, uh, homeless people versus uh, Nate Jackson challenge. I'm like really, I think about how much no, fun this would be. Hom- not homeless. That's not- <laughs> well, listen, if, they, if the homeless person doesn't have college wrestling experience, they're in. No. No homeless. Okay. A, a few people have brought this up. This is very similar to what Dome Placio does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Right. And it's awesome. And I love but it. And, but now we're just going to do it. We could find actual people. That, in a row. Yeah. 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 It's a little different because Dylan's thing is like staged. And then also, yeah, we got the, the line them up factor is all time. Yeah. And I think maybe like if Nate makes it to 45 minutes, then he gets like the grand prize or something. Or yes. maybe he gets through a certain amount of competitors. He gets the big bonus at the end or something. Yes. Um, I Do you guys know how much fun we would have with that? We would laugh so hard. We would be dying. We Yeah. I kind of think we should do it. We should, we should <laughs> legitimately we should. We should get a barn and yes. line them up. We need to go to some big metro area. Apparently, the Fort Worth area is just... They just flock to it. Well, I feel, so I feel like more like the Midwest, somewhere where like a bunch of hillbillies got some wrestling experience. They think they know what they're doing. Yeah, we need and, to go you know, to like they, they Iowa or something. I disagree. Yeah. I feel like the Iowans would have too much of an understanding of the sport and know like I'm entering a world I don't belong in. Whereas you get these North Texas people, they're like, well, shoot, they don't even know what wrestling is. Who, ain't no one gonna lick me. We need me. to go to like Wake or um, Wake would be good. No Lubbock. No, we need to go to like Lubbock, oh, like yeah. West Texas. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yuppies in the DFW area. Yeah. No, we need to go to like Lubbock. Let's do it. Lubbock or leave it. All right. Then I kind of love this idea. Um, oh my god, it'd be so much fun. Okay, um, the Green Wave getting a little carried away here. A two-part question here. Two Uh-oh. tweets, which I generally don't read, but I think it's it's something to talk about. If college wrestling does go to the step-out rule, um, and should the rule trickle down to the ladder to high school and even middle school, it seems problematic in any sport to have an entirely different way to score. It isn't recognized by the sport in high school, but is in college. Well... I would say we, we kind of have that a little bit with from college where there's riding time. There's complete there is a completely different out of bounds mm-hmm. rule in college. So I actually sort of uh, sort of disagree. Um, what what do you think? Yeah, I would. Um, but why can't we do it in high school? Because the high school honestly it makes more the sense. The college out of bounds rules compared to the high school out of bounds rules are when when I go to a youth tournament, they say we're doing college out of bounds. I am like, thank you. Like it's so much easier than high school is like two points and you never know when they're going to call them out of bounds. It's really strange. Um, so I wouldn't really hate that. Yes. Um, next, next question uh, from Josh Cannon. I was thinking about your comment on today's FRL about Kyle Snyder, among others, not getting a Hodge. Do you think he would have received one his senior year if he had one NCAAs his first year instead of losing to Gatson? Hard to imagine a four-timer not getting it. Well, no. he had, he lost one. He had a limited schedule too. He didn't really pin people three, and those are like yep. I think then again, this new Hodge era. Maybe they say, well, Kyle Snyder's got to win a Hodge, right, guys? Right. I remember. Yeah. I remember Tom Ryan was politicking for it, similar to the way Dabo was for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he was seventeen and one, only sixty six percent bonus rate. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was never a high, he never did any turns, so he never got a high enough bonus rate, and mm-hmm. his pins were falls, really or... limited. Wow, how many pins. falls? I mean, there were probably four guys pin. that year that had double digit. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. For sure, he only had eighteen. He matches. only had four pins. Yeah, yeah, and then he also didn't commit to wrestling the full schedule. I think, which is, it, man, if you're if you want to win the Hodge Trophy, show up for all the matches. Sometimes you got to go to extra tournaments to pin the bums, and that way your stats look better. That is a thing. His you freshman can do. year, he wrestled thirty-four matches, and then sophomore eleven. And that was when he came out after New Year's. Mm-hmm. Then seventeen, and then eighteen. Wow, yeah. he almost <laughs> wrestled more matches his true freshman year than all his other years combined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, someone wants love for Jake Clark. You there? You have it. Um, we talked about him earlier. Yep, <laughs> it, was, it was impressive. Yeah. Uh, so he, but he says oh, we I already got a volunteer in the chat, guys. I hope you're looking at the chat. Jack Jeremiah Jack Butteris says three times finals, two times state champ, never wrestled in college. I know I have no chance, but I would like to feel it. Bring him to Iowa. <laughs> two times state yes. champ. I feel like he's too good. Two times state. No, that's not what we're looking <laughs> no, for. No, we didn't wrestle in college. That's the rule. Bring him to Iowa. Let's go. Well, Henry Cejudo didn't wrestle in college. <laughs> Damn it all, Henry. We'll have to make an exclusionary clause for Olympic champions. <laughs> okay. Hey, but so this guy says, I know Ben has a story or two from when he visited Jake in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, I visited Jake in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, I don't no think story. I have any funny stories. Okay. Uh, he, he was just cool. I got along with him. Um hung out with them for a couple days. Um, so I was training with BJ Penn on the, the Big Island, which is not that populated. And Jake wanted me to do a wrestling camp for him on um, Honolulu, whatever. I, I can't remember what island that's on. And I flew over there, did a wrestling camp for a day or two. And I can't think of anything extraordinarily funny that happened. Okay. Hey. You guys surf? You big surfer? Yeah, dude. I, did not surf. I don't go in the ocean because that's the shark's house. <laughs> do you bang some chains uh i think i played disc golf yes i believe so you being so irrationally scared of sharks is is hilarious i'm kind of irrational person to eat people yeah, yeah they, they really about, listen they eat people st- statistically you're more likely no to i'm with ben everything. on this i freak out if something touches my leg i'm the f out of there yeah yep Man, I'll go out there for like five Christian. minutes, touch some seaweed. They really, I mean, mm, I'm in. A lot of they don't really eat people. They'll like bite people sometimes. So rarely. If you had to look at how many people are in the ocean, versus yeah, look at the look at these. Don't don't use logic with me. I'm not I'm not messing with the sharks. Okay, that's the sharks. <laughs> that's the sharks' house. <laughs> that's a funny. Video. Florida's 16 cases represent 48 percent of the U.S. total and 28 percent of unprovoked bites worldwide. I love uh, what's the provoked bite statistics where you're talking trash. <laughs> call, call. Provoke attacks occur when a human initiates interaction with a shark in some way. These include instances when divers are bitten after harassing or trying to touch shark, bites on spear fishers, bites on people attempting to feed shark, bites occurring while unhooking or removing a shark from a fishing net, mm. and so forth. Interesting. Come on, Come on dude. Okay, Kevin Mulder is coming to Texas for the Olympic trials for Michigan. Never been to Texas. He's bringing his whole family. Any advice what to do? They're in Texas for a week. Well, there's a zoo. You can go to the zoo. Do you tell him to go to the damn zoo? What are you talking about right now? I'm thinking family. What age are his kids? He's obviously. That's relevant. We don't know. Yeah, he's bringing the family. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, maybe that's a terrible idea. Don't go to the zoo. Don't go to the zoo. You do, go to the zoo anywhere. Do outside things because we have nice weather here in Texas. And what I know about Michigan is it's come what? to Austin. Come to Austin, Texas. Go to South Congress. Bang chains. Sixth Street. Bang chains and uh, you know walk yeah. around do the river. Wait, they're walk. not going. To, they're going to Austin or they're going to Dallas. He said Texas, <laughs> so I'm assuming the whole state. Well, I'm assuming that they can. They are going to have a rental car, so. Just come on They're down going the road. To Dallas. Austin is very far away. I mean, I would go it's to Austin. Three Dallas, hours. Three hours, dude. Come on. Yeah, but they already flew in the plane. You guys, Kyle, you have one kid. This guy had said kids. Uh, I mean, uh, Christian, he's an anomaly because he goes 20 hours with his kids in the car. Well, listen, I don't want to drive an extra three hours with my kids in the car. It sounds like torture. I'm just going to go to the pool. All right, go to the pool. It's like 70, but yeah, go to the pool. It's fine. <laughs> Dude, um, my kids were all over the pool, and it was like 64 degrees. And lost, kids and lost are immune to the water temperature. They just don't care. They don't give a damn. Natalie's lips are blue. She's completely <laughs> shaking, and she won't get out. It's the darndest yep. thing. I don't even want to get my feet in there. And she she's a savage. Yeah, Jamie yeah, in the chat was shivering said, the whole time she was in this pool. Go yeah. to Torchy's. Get plenty of tacos. Get all the tacos. Listen, well, Torchy's is not my thing. He's from, the, he's from the UP. He would definitely be in the pool. Katie, Katie loves Torchies. Not a fan. Not the best. Okay. Uh, limited sample size. I don't. Yeah, Richard Champion. Limited sample size. Is there any evidence or Gilman and Snyder improving since going to Penn State? To me, they both seem to have regressed. I don't think there's evidence of that. I think regression limited. or what? Yeah, I don't think there's evidence of regression. Although, um. I think it's going to be T. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a TBD situation. You know, Gilman, someone brought up, um, last time, I mean, Gilman was almost not even qualified for the trials the year he won the world silver medal. I yes. think, what do you, I think you got, what do you guys posted that maybe? Um, so it wasn't like he didn't have these uneven results where he would maybe lose a few matches he shouldn't lose. Um, I, th I think this weekend's a big determiner for them. I think, um, but I think they both love state college from, from what I'm hearing. Um, and sometimes learning new new skills or a new skill set or a new style is very challenging and takes time. Yeah, and I they're they're not going to change their style. They're going mean, to at that point they kind of are who they why, are. Wait, there's, but there's, Christian, there's if they weren't going to change their style, why would they go to the state college? You don't have to change. You don't have to change your style for that move to be beneficial for you. Maybe there's something about how they'll train or the subtle adjustments that they're going to make within their game or the little tweaks that need made. But like, but, but, at, but at this level, the little tweaks are a change. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess one of the things that I wouldn't say the main driving factor, one of the reasons uh, I went to MMA was it felt like at the level I was at, it was like it was so repetitive because I was so good and the changes were so tiny and small but those changes lots of times are, are the things that matter yeah. um, in wrestling. And so like even at, at the level these guys are at, small changes are big changes. So I think any change, any change, no matter how small, is, is, is in fact a change. Okay. Well, if it's not discernible to us, then, you know. I think it would be discernible. If, I mean, if I watched every match um, of them, I think, and they, if I watched every match and they actually made a change, I think I would be able to discern that change. Okay. So far, and I got to assume it's happening in some way, shape, or form because that—that's why they left. They went somewhere new because they wanted something new, and I understand maybe training style is one of those things. But they—they they 
also thought maybe I can pick up something from David or from Kale or from Nolf, whoever, right? Right, right. Um, yeah. uh, so far, I haven't seen anything discernibly different in how they've wrestled since since both yeah. have moved. Well, how long has it been? It's been? What they both moved last fall, correct? Yeah, it hasn't been a ton of matches. Uh, Steiner moved before that. When was it? He moved last spring. Week. Spring was was it pre falls? It was like two falls ago. Like last right, it was two falls. It was like kind of right after Worlds that year. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. it was like yeah. a year and a half. And then, but Gilman's only Gilman's only half a year, right? He left about a year ago now. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> October eleventh, twenty nineteen. Yep. For Snyder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then went for Gilman. I feel like Gilman was post-corona. It was. Okay. So April 10th. Yeah, coming up on that one year. But so, I, you know, like someone like I would say, um, I, and I think a great example of su- subtle changes in a really high-level guy is like, and I think it's it's one of the reasons it's led to his long-term success is Jordan Burroughs. I mean, if you look at who he was in, 2011 and then if you watch him progress there's there's this one of areas he's made changes in and it doesn't change who he is all at once but it's like a little ad a little ad and now honestly though 2021 jordan burroughs is quite a bit different than 2011 jordan burroughs and mm-hmm. i think those small changes are, are what has allowed him to have success for so long yes yes indeed uh okay next thing next question let's look um, over and over how many of the Olympic trials matches will be so controversial they won't be official till after arbitration man I hope there's Ooh, none of that hopefully none um, yeah. yeah hopefully none but I guess we had it uh, in in 19 I'm, I'm hoping no hopefully there weren't any in the 16 trials Mm-mm. so I don't think we'll we'll see anything like that I don't even remember any being like Really, the most super controversial, controversial. The most controversial match was uh, there was a couple. One, the Ramos Nation match, which had some late cautions mm. uh, for Tony. Yeah. Um, and the other one was Richard Perry versus Dake when Ooh, yeah, Dake like had a call. Dake got big points after stepping out, which is like just right, not what the rule yeah. says. And they they re- they looked at it. The brick came and they didn't change the call. Yeah. Uh, so th- those were the two that I remember, but nothing else really, really stuck out. Um. Okay. So hopefully none. And let's see. Maybe one more. Qu- oh, does the Max Askren NCAA Finals victory exist anywhere on the internet? It used to. I've searched and can't find it anywhere. I used to. I, f- I found it on YouTube. Max Askren, Kirk. I've Smith. watched it before. For sure. I have too. Um. 184. Let's see. If I find it right away, I'm going to be... Hmm. It definitely used to be up there. No, I don't see it. Hey, did they pull it down or something? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Ask ask your brother. Maybe he'll know where it is. He's got to have it somewhere, right? He doesn't doesn't seem like a guy that watches... Max uh, Askren, Daniel Cormier... Daniel made Daniel rough max up a little bit. He was he was quite a bit bigger. Yeah, I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. Well, Max wrestled at one ninety seven for quite a few years. Yes, well, that, that was two eleven. Max was two eleven. Oh my gosh, Max. Yeah. 
Well, there was no, there was no there was no um, two oh two at that point, unfortunately. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think we did it. I think we've done it. We did it. Let's yeah. let's uh, let's beat it tomorrow. We're gonna make our dang uh, predictions. Ben won't sit on the fence. He's gonna pick our Olympic team. So am I. So is Bracky. And maybe hey. Oliver if he's back. The bear. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy Wednesday. Happy Taco Day to us. Mm. Not Ben asking because mm. he lives in Wisconsin. And that's just what happens when you don't live here. Thanks so much to Scrap Life. Thanks to you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Great week in wrestling. Peace.